Hey guys, this is Jake Aldridge on the Stand Tall or Fall Short podcast. This is episode number two, Breaking Your Comfort Zones. Before we go into it, I really want to thank everybody who checked out the first episode, Learning to Love Ourselves. I feel like it was a big deal for me because it was the first ever episode, the first time me doing this. I received some really amazing feedback from you guys and I really want to say thank you to everybody who checked it out. I hope that you will continue to tune into new episodes. I really want to talk about breaking your comfort zones because I feel like it is a major piece in the puzzle for our own self-development which of course is what this podcast is all about. Now breaking our comfort zones is like doing something different, doing something that we're not comfortable with yet. Do you know what I mean? Trying something new out, trying to achieve more with our lives. I feel like we've got to this point now where we're quite content doing the things that we already do and that we're already comfortable with but I feel like there's so much more out there for us and we need to really tap into that and go after it you know and you kind of have to remember like the things that we are achieving now once wasn't in our comfort zone we had to break our comfort zone back then to do the things that we're achieving now so we're already we've already done it but it's like we're scared to to keep doing it. And maybe as we get older, we get less confident, you know? It was like when we were a child, right? We had to go from crawling to walking. And we made that transition quite easily because we wasn't scared to fall on our ass, you know? And I feel like now that we're adults and we have this sense of, of awareness, you know, and uh, maybe even pride is a factor sometimes, you know? We're, we're a little bit scared to try something new, to leave this behind for a second and, and, and go down that, that, that lane or that new direction. And I think what's a little bit strange about that is that if we are trying something that is new in life, that is new to us... We shouldn't expect to be good at it to begin with. We should expect to make mistakes as several of them. So I don't understand quite where the fear factor comes in for us when it comes to trying new things. I feel like we've become very good at building on our strengths and almost neglecting our weaknesses a little bit. And we've probably been doing it all our lives, you know. It's like when I play football with Lisa's son... Uh, I can see naturally, you know, he wants to use his right foot and he's getting really strong on his right foot. But I keep encouraging him to use his left foot, use your left foot, use your left foot. You know, even though it's not, he's not strong with it yet, he's not comfortable with it yet. I'm trying to help him build up on his weaknesses so that actually he can become a two-footed player in the future, you know, and it's going to really enhance his game. And I feel like in life, we are very much like that. We just, we build on our strengths. We stick with that right foot all the time, you know, and actually what we need to do is, is switch it up a little bit, work on our weaknesses as well as working on our strengths. It's almost like a phobia where we talk ourselves out of things. It's like, oh, I can't do that. I just could never, ever do that. You know, and it's almost like you you genuinely believe that in your own mind. But this is what I kind of want to break down and get away from in this episode. Because I honestly believe, as I said in episode one, learning to love ourselves, we don't know what our own capabilities are yet. I genuinely believe that, myself included. I feel like the only way we can find out is to push out of our comfort zones. And the reason the first episode of this podcast was learning to love yourself, it was because I felt like if we don't love ourselves, we, we can't do this. We can't we can't break out of our comfort zones. We won't have enough confidence or self-belief that we could do it. So I feel like first and foremost, we need to learn to love ourselves. And once we've done that and achieved that and are getting quite good at that, then we need to, we will have the confidence to try new things and to break out of our comfort zones, you know. And going back to what I said about a phobia, you know, it was funny the other day because 
myself and my girlfriend Lisa and her son we went out to this uh, garden centre because we knew that there was going to be people bringing like animals there and kind of letting the kids touch them and the adults touch them and that kind of thing didn't really know what animals but we went to it and uh, as we were sitting there the three of us and, and all the other people around this table the guys came in the animal people and, and they brought these these boxes obviously with the animals in but you didn't know what animal was in each box if you know what I mean so um, Lisa was like you know a little bit sort of apprehensive about what they were going to bring out and whatever else and I sort of said to her there is nothing in those boxes that I won't hold and when I said that it kind of sounded a little bit arrogant but in actual fact I was probably scared of multiple things that came out of those boxes but in my own mind, I wasn't going to let it overcome me. Now, what did come out, it was like a tarantula, a scorpion, and a snake, and a load of other things, right? Now, I'll be honest, you know, I'm not a huge fan of snakes, you know what I mean? It's quite a, a, a well-known thing between me and Lisa. But I put the snake around my neck, do you know what I mean? It's about six feet long, this big old boa constrictor, you know, fat old thing, do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I put it around my neck, you know, no problems. Obviously, I didn't... I didn't, I've got to stress this, I would rather not have the snake round my neck guys, do you know what I mean, I'm not Steve Irwin, do you know what I'm saying, but I've come to this point where I don't want to let things overcome me like that, you know, if the snake sort of has a bit of a squeeze, you know, I'm pretty sure I can get him off me, do you know what I mean, like, I'm trying to think the worst case scenario, you know, if he did sort of bite me, you know, it wouldn't be ideal, right, but I feel like it wouldn't be the end of the world, and that's kind of the mentality that I'm trying to sort of drive, you know. It really wouldn't uh, be the end of the world. In fact, it would be a great story to tell. You know, he didn't bite me. But my point is that I didn't want to let it overcome me. And what was really amazing about the whole day, forget the snake for a minute, Lisa is absolutely, pet my girlfriend, absolutely petrified of spiders. Like even little spiders around the house, right? And they brought out this tarantula. It was similar to a tarantula anyway. It was huge, right? And they're putting it on people's hands and that, right? And, and Lisa was like, there's no way, no way, no way I'm touching that. And after much kind of uh, persuasion from me and kind of saying, you can do it, you can do it, no, you can do it, you know. And we were even kind of made a scene before she did it, if you know what I mean. And and she did do it. I could not believe it, right? There she was, this girl. She's, my, my girlfriend's like five foot one, you know, she's a tiny little thing. And uh, she's sitting there with this humongous spider on her hand, right, that she's absolutely petrified of. Honestly, I cannot explain to you how scared she is of spiders. And she's there with this humongous spider in her hand. And I kind of looked at that like wow if she can do that you know we can do I feel like we can do anything you know she was so so petrified I can't stress that enough and she's there with the spider in her hand you know she was obviously clearly massively uncomfortable but I think the point here is guys that everything now is going to come under comparison she was so uncomfortable because she's never held a spider before you know, so that so the, we're like scared of the unknown a little bit. Now, now going back to Steve Irwin, of course, he's really good with snakes and good with animals, right? But there would have been a time where he would have been a little boy, I guess, and he was probably terrified of snakes, absolutely terrified. Do you know what I mean? To touch one, to hold one, you know, um, to pick one up, you know. And obviously, towards the end of his life, it became easy for him, you know, because he had done it so much. He became so familiar with it. And I feel like in Lisa's situation, you know, imagine if she held that spider every day right for the next seven days right after that right it's going to become so like second nature for her surely do you know what i mean like so my point is that it's only our mind telling us that we can't do something really you know it's, it's, it, it, when she held that spider it was mind over matter and i feel like we need to overcome our own fears I, I promise you guys i did not want that snake anywhere near me really in the grand scheme of things do you know what i mean but 
I knew it was a good thing for me to do. I didn't want it to overcome me. I didn't want my fear of snakes to be prolonged. You know, I wanted to, let's have some of this snake. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like we need to have that kind of self-belief and, you know, that we can, we can do things in life. Just because we've never done it before or it makes us feel uncomfortable or it makes us feel scared, it doesn't really matter what emotion it gives us. We just need to push ourselves to do it. And I think that's really, really important. My brother is a massive gym freak, right? And uh, he eats very, very healthily. He's, he's really seriously into the gym, much like my dad was. And he said to me that when people are in the gym, he often sees them when the weights get too heavy, they stop and they put the weights down. But he said what he likes to do is when those weights get heavy, it's just to push through it as, as, as far as you physically can until you can't go anymore. And he said that is when you build strength when you're pushing through, when you physically cannot lift that weight, but you're still trying and trying and trying. He said, that is when you grow. And I thought that that was such an awesome comparison to what we're talking about today. Because I feel like in life, as soon as we get scared of something, we put the weights down. Or as soon as we're out of our comfort zone, it's, oh, no, that's enough. Do you know what I mean? And, and we step back. And I feel like we need to push through those barriers when it really hurts and when we're really uncomfortable. We need to push through. You know, it's like myself and my music right now. You all know that I used to be a, a rap artist and was for many, many years. And now I'm trying to sing. And I'm massively out of my comfort zone. Like, I, I still now don't generally feel like I'm much of a singer. You know, and, and also writing. I've never really wrote a whole song for a singer, so it's a whole different process for me. I'm like a fish out of water, but I'm really kind of thriving on the uh, situation because I know it's making me grow as an artist. You know, and not only as an artist, I think grow as a person because it's given me confidence that look, I'm doing these things. And I feel like with Lisa and the spider, certain things have happened in her own life over the last year. Little victories that she's had in separate areas of her lives have probably helped her on that very moment to hold that spider to think, no, I can do this. I'm going to try. You know, I think that it's just little victories, guys, little, little victories. So it's baby steps, right? But I feel like a baby step could be a huge step in the grand scheme of things in terms of breaking out of our comfort zones and, and becoming the person that we want to become. It was funny because I posted up a picture of Lisa with the spider after she'd held it because, you know, I was so proud of her. And uh, one of my friends posted on the picture, like, you know, no way in hell sort of thing, you know. And really, you could tell by the way he wrote it. I don't know what he wrote exactly, but you could tell that he really meant there is no way in this world he would be touching that spider, you know. And I thought that was kind of interesting because let's pretend that he had to remove the spider from his son, right? He had to, or it could bite him and kill him, right? He would do it. I genuinely believe that. If he had to do it, he could and would do it. So now it's interesting, isn't it? We're, we're letting ourselves be overcome with the fear, I feel, you know? And I feel like that can transpire into other areas of life in the same way that Lisa had separate victories in her life over the last year, I believe that that gave her the confidence subconsciously, you know, to hold that spider. You know, she had achieved so many little things in that time that it gave it had given her the confidence. Rewind the time back a year and put the spider like five feet from her, I think it would have been a different story. And I feel like in the same way, 
if we're letting a lot of things overcome us like that and we're not taking on the challenges it, it then beats us down again lower you know it's not give it's not we're not reassuring ourselves we're not stepping out of our comfort zones we're not growing as a person you know we are just maintaining what we're already doing and i think it's a little bit unhealthy let's not forget that everything comes under comparison right i remember last year i drove to scotland i drove to scotland it was seven hours right and i don't stop you know seven hours no stopping from where i am to scotland um and after that i remember like a couple of weeks later i had like a three hour drive and usually you know the three hour drive would be a bit of a chore if i'm honest you know but this time the three hour drive was like bliss because I'd already done a seven hour drive and obviously it came into comparison but I thought that was really really interesting because even when times are hard and the, and the challenge is incredibly big right everything you do after that is going to come under comparison with that you know let's say now Lisa sp finds a small spider around the house I would like to think that she would deal with it better because of the experience that she's had with this humongous spider you know and what she overcame there and I feel like we just need to believe in ourselves is the bottom line you know we really need to believe that we can we can do anything we just need to be in the right frame of mind so i challenge you to do something that you're afraid of let's not be scared of failure let's embrace failure when we fail at something let's look at it like i tried something new I was trying to better myself, I was trying to further myself, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm going to get there, I'm going to keep failing and failing and failing, and it's like practice, you know, I'm going to keep practicing and practicing and practicing until I can do it, I can't do it now, but I'm going to keep going until I can do it. That's it for episode two guys, breaking your comfort zones, I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, as I said, if any of you guys want to contact me or make comments about the podcast, suggest ideas for new episodes, or just say hello, whatever it may be, maybe I can read your comments out on future podcasts, whatever, um, get in contact with me, jcaldridge.com, and uh, we'll make this happen, and the, new ep the next episode, episode three, will be coming very, very soon. We're going to be talking about relationship advice you heard it right relationship advice by jake aldridge on the stand tall or fall short podcast